In case you haven't noticed, we love podcasts. In fact, we love building podcasts, everything from development to production. Because of all that, we're building a -a one-of-a-kind podcast network. If you have a podcast or looking to launch a new podcast, then we should talk. You can message me on Twitter at Eric underscore Kaz or hit us up any way that works for you. Let's talk about your podcast joining this one-of-a-kind podcast network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to From the Players Podcast, where I am here for all of you past, present, and future players. This is a place where we keep it real and hear from athletes on who they are beneath the jersey and off the field. Without further ado, I am Sydney Supley. I am your host. From the Players is presented by Sports Entrepreneur and part of the Cast Source Podcast Network. I want to give a special shout out to the team at Cast Source. They have made my dreams come true for this podcast, and they can make yours as well. If you have any aspirations of hosting your own podcast, talk to my guy, Eric. You can find him on Twitter at Eric underscore Kaz, K-A-Z. He is all about giving people a platform and letting their voice be heard. So reach out and you won't regret it. Welcome back, everybody, to From the Players Podcast, where I have two very special guests for you. Yes, I said two. It is the very first time we brought on both, but I really could not do this episode that I want to give as a tribute to my home state, Wisconsin, without these two girls. They are two of the best softball players to come through the state of Wisconsin, who are both now currently playing college ball. We have Sydney Strilo, who is a senior at the University of Minnesota. And Allie Miklish, who played four years undergrad at Wisconsin and is now in her grad senior, super senior year, I should say, at Clemson University. Thank you both so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. Okay, I am so excited for this podcast because being from Wisconsin is such a prideful thing for me because when you look at college softball, There really is not many girls from Wisconsin, and I am sure the two of you can attest. I know I'm the only person on Northwestern's roster from Wisconsin, which is crazy because we're only a state away, but walk me through kind of what it was like growing up in Wisconsin because not many people know about it and can speak about it in college softball. Sure. Well, obviously, there's the snow. That's a factor. I feel like a lot of the coast players get to play in tournaments like throughout the winter and they kind of don't have an off season and we kind of have to hit on tees in our garage and try to find availability at different cages and things like that and that's always been tough but I think I mean we always talk about it here at Minnesota when we are having to practice how many months out of the year inside like I think it's it makes us more gritty it makes us it's harder work I guess you could say to get up and go inside and have to hit off a tee and then, you know, not be on the field. So I think that part of it is always kind of chip on your shoulder growing up in Wisconsin, trying to find a way to get out there and play and using your time wisely in the summer, obviously, because we only get a limited amount. What is it like seven or eight tournaments, whereas a lot of the coast teams get to play a full year round. Yeah, right. And bouncing off of that, I actually just had this conversation with a couple of my teammates they have no idea what dome ball is, like playing indoors. 
they were like, so yeah, what did you do in the winter? And I was like, we played like on turf fields indoors in these little bubbles and trying to explain that to them. Like, they're like, wow, that's like a totally different game. You're, you're like, well, yeah, it's just what we had to do to get our practice times in, get games in. But yeah, having an off season, I think also with like being a cold weather state, like you're able to play other sports, I guess, not really sports specialized as early as, you know, coast kids really do for kids in the South. So I think it gave us a really cool perspective and an opportunity that not a lot of other kids get. Yeah, absolutely. I just like think back to all the crazy places that I practiced in growing up from like basements to like abandoned warehouses. I mean, I literally pitched in my church gym and I broke a window. And like on Sunday, everybody in mass was like freezing cold. And I was like, I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> I mean, it is just wild. Like what we had to do to be able to stay up with our competition or other girls getting recruited from across the country. And both of you played at powerhouse high school programs, Allie Stevens Point, Sydney, you know, Kenosha. And what did your high schools do to kind of embrace, or maybe even your travel ball, because both of you played travel ball in Wisconsin as well, to just keep up with the competition from across the country? Yeah, I kind of want to give a shout out to my dad and Coach Droner on this. My dad rented out a warehouse. He still has it today for Fire Pro and the Spash Girls, but rented out a warehouse and created a little mini softball facility out of it. And so the fact that the lengths that my dad and the program at Stevens Point were able to go to like just give us an opportunity as kids was crazy. I can't thank them enough. Like I would not be where I am without them. So yeah, my high school coach was super like into making sure that in the off season we were doing weight training and making sure that honestly I developed more as a leader in high school softball than anywhere else because he used to um, give the captains and leaders the ability to run some like open indoor practices and that was super fun and just being able to get that lift experience in he also wanted us to play other sports like Ali was saying like kind of just making us more versatile athletes so I think that you know our high school coaches Ali your dad especially I know he's done a lot up north for softball but they really just try to find ways for us to like continue playing sport even when it is the off season yeah and bouncing off like you know the opportunities your coach gave you at Kenosha Aubrey Droner coach Droner's daughter was another big like leader with me on SPASH so just being able to bring those girls together in like different kind of life scenarios. Like it wasn't always about softball, but the fact that we could bond like outside of the field, outside of softball was, was huge, especially for our team and growth. And obviously we all played fire pro together. So that was another like interesting tidbit, a whole high school team really playing like on the same travel team or travel club. I haven't heard these names in so many years. And it honestly makes me so happy because I, like, I just remember growing up hearing, you know, all about Kenosha and all about the Spash girls. Like I had so much respect for you guys. And like, we were never in the same conference, but like we'd follow each other like throughout the season and be like, oh, maybe we'll meet up at state. Like that was, I mean, what you guys, your programs did, you know, especially I just think of Droner at Spash. Like I... Just heard about him for years and finally got to meet him my senior year at like one of the all-star games. And I was like, this guy is a legend, which actually crazy story. Some kid at Northwestern stopped me and it's his nephew. It's Droner's nephew. Mm -hmm. And I was like, 
I am obsessed with your family. I was like, I don't know him that much, but I literally love your family. So I already like you. And he was in one of my classes, which was awesome. That's so small world. That's so cool. I know, which Wisconsin is so small world. And that's like the best part about it. Like if you play softball, you know each other. And that's what's so fun. It's just playing, you know, I've played against both of you guys throughout college. It's like, you're always rooting for somebody from Wisconsin because you know the grind that it took to get to college softball. And that's really what I want to touch on today because I know a big part of my story is growing up in Wisconsin, there was just so much doubt, I feel like, around people, like around our state for wanting to go on and play Division One college softball. It was kind of, you're going to go play D3, you're going to play locally, but just like really to like go beyond that and play D1. Like I know I was like faced with a lot of criticism, a lot of doubt. And I had to find so much like of my own belief and I had to go play for a travel program out of Chicago really just to get like what I felt was seen and and people who like believed in my same dreams. Can you all kind of talk me through like maybe did you face these same obstacles and experiences? Because I don't think I'm the only one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So up until like the last two years of 14U, whatever that was, I was playing for a super local team and I wanted to play college softball, but honestly, I didn't really know what it took to get there or like how to get there. So then moving on to bats, that really helped me be able to, you know, travel across the country and get more high level playing. And I guess my thing was a lot of people told me like, well, you can go play somewhere really big, but are you going to actually play? And I was like, I don't want to just have it handed to me. Like, I really want to go out and like make myself better, surround myself with better softball players because that always made me better. Like it always made me want to be better. So I think the doubt of it was more like people telling me that it was it was something that was too big. And I was like, I'll bring it on. Like I wanted, I wanted it to be big so that way I could be a part of something bigger than what I was. So I love that. Before you go, Allie, like you have hundred percent done that. And I just like commend you like you have been such like a face for Minnesota the last four years and like especially being a senior like what is kind of like your legacy that you want to leave at Minnesota yeah I mean I said this with my high school team too like I want to leave a place better than I found it and I hope that I bring a sort of passion and fire to Minnesota softball and some girls that had been watching me throughout my career like hopefully they see that how I play the game I really just want to have fun with my teammates. And I mean, I always joke around with them. Like people probably don't like playing against me, but I know that they like playing with me. <laughs> so like, I just want to leave that mark. I can attest to that. Yeah. No, attest. yeah, for sure. <laughs> like I know it, but like, I know that I only play with fashion and that's why, that's why it's intimidating from the outside looking in. But I know that that brings fire to my team. So I just hope that other girls, Wisconsin girls, anyone sees me playing and wants to, you know, bring that fire to their team and whatever club they play for. So absolutely. I love the passion. It's so funny because Gracie Huff on my team is your old teammate. And every time she's like, guys, like just imagine playing with her. Like if she was on our team, like you would absolutely yeah. love her. Like I promise. <laughs> yeah. So it's so sweet. She always has your back, but I see the passion. It's alive and and I know how much you it fires up your own team. So like I have nothing but respect for that. But Allie, I would love to hear kind of like your journey through all of this. Yeah. So my dad and I kind of joke around. I was like really the guinea pig kid. I'm the oldest of three girls who all play division one college softball. And so like figuring out 
it was just me and my dad figuring out one, how to slap because the coaches at Wisconsin, when I was going through the recruitment process, I was like, this is where I want to go. Like I'm an in-state kid, like Maria Van Abel. I'm sure you guys know yes. that name. Love her. Brie, her name now is Brie Ruzak, but Brie Flugar at uh, Stevens Point was a player there and Sam Pulido as well. And so I was like, this is where I want to be. Like, this is where the Wisconsin girls go. Like, what do I need to do? And she's like, well, you have the speed. And at this point, I was, you know, sub 100 pounds, like 13 years old. <laughs> and they're like, you need to learn how to slap. So my dad and I like learned through YouTube videos. We're like, shoot, like, how do we get going in this? And then, yeah, I just kind of figured it out from there. But yeah, just through the whole recruitment process for Fire Pro, for my sisters, I was really a guinea pig, just getting my name out there going to a bunch of camps, just trying my best to like show face for fire pro show face for me, show face for my sisters. And my dad was, he became like a really good recruiter and like coordinator with other coaches and becoming a really good connection for girls in my area. He runs a camp every August called the fire pro camp. And he brings, you know, 20 coaches in just from around the area or community colleges. So just like building that kind of bridge was like where I was kind of the guinea pig. But then opening my eyes, like there was a lot of clap back, like, oh, well, you're small. Oh, well, is your arm strong enough? Well, I can get my arm strong enough. Like there was always that little doubt, but internally, like within my inner circle of my friends, my coaches, like that's really who I leaned on to know and to follow. Like they knew that I could do it. So that's kind of just where I placed my faith in the process. And then Seeing names growing up, Megan Kleist, obviously at Oregon, I was like, she's a Wisconsin kid. Like, if she can do it, I can do it. Again, like, I would follow her. I was, like, obsessed with her for the longest time. (laughs) Just being a name for kids in Wisconsin was so huge for me and for kids in my area. You know, my dad has now sent 30-plus girls to college just playing sports. And, like, it can be volleyball. He sent girls for volleyball and for softball, which I think is kind of cool. Just, like, make those different connections. But yeah, so Molly Schlossner, she's a sophomore now. I remember her recruiting process and she's like, I want to come to Wisconsin because like Allie's there. And like, if Allie can make it work, then I can make it work. So just being able to be that face, that influence for somebody else is pretty special. 100%. First of all, like literally shout out your dad because that's (laughs) so incredible. And like that gives me goosebumps because I love it so much that like you have a man like him who's champion. It was being like being a champion for young girls in Wisconsin and just like helping them go on and play at the next level, which is absolutely incredible. And we need more of that. And I love the names that you threw out there because Megan Kleist was such a huge one for me in terms of like I pitched with her, you know, Mike Roberts was both of our pitching coaches at the time and just like seeing her because all it takes is like seeing one person from the state and being like, I can do this too. And we're fortunate we had a sprinkle of people who laid that foundation for us. And now hopefully people are able to look at us and then know that they can play at, you know, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Northwestern, Clemson, and so many other places. And what do you think is like a message if anyone from Wisconsin is listening to this right now and they maybe have like a sliver of doubt of, you know, is this a state that I can like really come out from or how can I get my name out there? What's kind of a piece of advice you could give for girls on how they can show themselves and show themselves to college coaches that they are worth taking a chance? I think lead with a courageous heart. It's tough. It's tough 
living in a place where it snows half of the year, really. But placing that courage within yourself, expressing, I think, outwardly expressing that you know you can do it proves people wrong, like kind of shuts them up right away. But you're so in tune with yourself and being able to believe in yourself that they have no place doubting you. Find your inner circle, find the people that you can lean on because you can't do it alone. Don't think that you can or you have to do it alone. Like find those people that you can lean on and trust and they'll take you far. Yeah, I would say all the hard work of like sending emails and stuff, like anyone can do that. It's like when you get back, when you get on that field, just kind of laying it all out, like you don't know who's watching. I think one of the biggest things of my recruiting process was that like coaches couldn't help but look because I was so loud. So like that just <laughs> if you're not loud, lead with a big presence. You know, I'm five four. I'm I feel like I am six foot when I'm out there because I'm trying to puff my chest a little bit. And then just kind of make sure that whatever you do, you're working towards that goal. So like if you're in the weight room, like just know that finishing that workout or giving your all in whatever you're doing, like it's contributing to what your end goal is, which is if it is to play at a higher level for college softball. I mean, just giving your all in that moment and just knowing that that is all working towards your goal. Both so important. And I think you both would agree with me that we are all advocates of Wisconsin and we want to see like other Wisconsin girls play college softball when we go back and we watch. So I think we're also resources. Like if I know for me, like I've had girls reach out to me on Instagram or just like parents find my emails or something. Like if there's anyone listening who has any aspirations, like it looks up to Sydney or Allie, like I'm sure you guys are more than happy to always respond to people because we want to see Wisconsin girls out there. Like we want to see Wisconsin girls be the best version of themselves and know they can go on to play anywhere. And speaking of that, one thing I do want to talk about a little bit is, Ali, I would love to hear kind of like your experience of playing at Wisconsin. Like you mentioned, it's special to play like for your home state school for your four years of undergrad. What did that mean for you? Just, you know, play on the same field that every single one of us stepped on that field when we were in high school playing the state tournament, but then to step back on the field in college. Yeah, it's a really special thing. You know, kids like aspire just to go to Wisconsin for school. They're like, well, I want to be a Badger. I want to be a part of that atmosphere for four years. And being able to be in the athletic department and be able to be an athlete at, from Stevens Point, you know, we actually had a ton of athletes from Stevens Point go there, play hockey, softball, basketball. Just being a part of that inner circle of athletes and then being able to bring that home to Stevens Point, I think representing your home state is something so special. It's like just chills right now. <laughs> but just knowing that you have like a whole state that has seen you grow up, like they know the trials and tribulations of how hard being a division one athlete in the state is to then go out and perform for them. It's a special feeling. And being able to then come back to central Wisconsin and the girls are like, wow, you're a badger. Like you are like not the face of Wisconsin, but like face of Wisconsin softball in that area, especially in central Wisconsin. It's pretty cool. And yeah, <laughs> that's all I can really say about it. It's a feeling that's like undescribable. Absolutely. Oh, I, I can only imagine. And I know both Sydney and I are so excited for our very first times in four years. We both get to finally play at Wisconsin. 
Really? Yes. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh. I know. I guess that makes sense because yeah, Minnesota was supposed to come during COVID or like mm-hmm. we both had COVID here or something, but yeah. Wow. So that's the first time you guys are going to step onto Goodman in what, four years? Four years. Yeah. I keep laughing with my team. We're like a big like bachelor team. I'm like, gosh, I've been through four seasons and I finally get a hometown visit. Like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> But I know for me, just like everything you described is everything I've I've always wanted was just to step back on that field again, be close enough where my entire family and friends can come down and kind of just like a celebrate of like where I came from and with a field that like really built me. And Sydney described to me like your excitement for this, how much you cannot wait for this moment as well. Yeah, I mean, the last time I was on that field, I know that you struck me out. So, <laughs> um, no, it's just really exciting. Like you said, like getting all my family down there. I know some of my friends are going to come. I mean, it's not too far of a drive. And I don't know. I mean, it brings back a lot of memories working so hard up until my senior year. And we finally got to go to state. And like that team, my senior year was just incredible like it was an incredible experience and the games that we had on that field were awesome like great softball so just being able to be back there and kind of relive some of those moments hopefully getting some w's on that field but (laughs) you know how it is (laughs) oh for sure gosh those are some of the best moments i don't know for you two like do you specifically when you think of like wisconsin softball ally again this could be your college high school childhood Sydney really like high school childhood, but like what is one specific moment that like kind of just makes you smile that's like that's your Wisconsin moment when it comes to softball? I think dabbling in the high school, it was definitely winning that 2016 championship medal. Just that feeling, you know, Watertown actually like was up on us 4-0 like super early and all of a sudden like our offense like exploded and it ended up being like a 16-4 to game. Like something wild. Watertown's an insane team, especially with Ellie Jensen. Yes. But yeah, that was definitely a moment of just accomplishment of everything's going to pay off. You know, obviously that wasn't the end of the road for softball for me. I was a sophomore at the time, but knowing that like working so hard towards my goals is starting to pay off. And that was just one of the goals like to check off. And then in college, not necessarily at Goodman Field, but then my freshman year playing at OU in that regional and like beating them and then holding them to two other super tight games. That was really special for me. Both such good memories. Yeah. Yeah. When I think of the Wisconsin field, I always think of the quarterfinal game again, back to high school. Cause that's the last time we were there, but the quarterfinal game of the state tournament and Alyssa McClellan, who's actually at Wisconsin now, And I, we went back to back home runs and that solidified the game. Basically, like we had all the momentum and we knew we were going to win and just getting to home plate and seeing all my teammates. And, you know, it was such a great moment because we knew that obviously we want to make it to the state tournament, but to be able to win there and then get another shot at working towards the state title, which came up short, but it's okay. It was a great moment. And just knowing that our hard work was paying off. I love both of you mentioned, you know, Sydney, you mentioned Alyssa and Ellie Jensen, like shout out to both of them. Another two amazing Wisconsin softball players. Like I just like want to keep giving all the recognition because like I love Wisconsin girls that go on to play. But I love how we all shared like moments from our high school because I think that's like so special and unique to Wisconsin is like how much you embrace your hometown and like your high school program. Because it's for a lot of us, like we were playing with our best friends 
and the ones that we were honestly like grew up with in childhood. And it was so much more than just your high school team, but it was like your entire community was coming together for a sport, which is what makes softball and sports so incredible, how it can bring people together. And I know for me, like that was, I think some of the greatest moments was just like having like Oshkosh people get involved and like see them follow softball was was the greatest thing and something like I'll always hold on to. And I know we will always hold on to forever. And while all three of us are at like the highest level in college softball, I think we all have like a special place in our hearts for our high school teams and our hometowns because there's nothing like it than growing up for Wisconsin that makes it so, so special. Anyways, moving on to college because all three of us are in really exciting seasons right now. Like how is everything going? Allie, I know I mentioned before, but she is at Clemson. Clemson has been on a tear this entire season. And I have to say, like, going and traveling to Clemson's, hands down, one of my favorite places to play at. I mean, the stadium is literally electric. Like, it is unbelievable. And I can't imagine playing there so often, almost every other weekend with how warm you guys, like, how has this whole experience been for you? This experience has been, like, None other. I am so fortunate. The facilities, the way Clemson treats their athletes, the resources that they have for us here, it's second to none. Yeah, McWhorter. So the team's only four years old for people who don't know about Clemson softball. So we're we're pretty new. So the field's new. Our facilities are new. And the fans, the fans are rowdy. You know, I'm sure <laughs> Sydney can attest to this. But, oh, yeah. you know, it's like having like 100 people behind the plate, like as extra umpires like they are gonna blow up in your face a little bit (laughs) sometimes it's even a little intense for me it's amazing to say the least coach Rittman KJ and Courtney have really done something special here in the past four years you know they keep climbing the ladder first year you know making it to a regional then winning a regional going to a super regional hosting like they're just continuously climbing these steps and I'm just glad to be a part of it I love that I love how you really, I feel like, took a chance on yourself and like going to a different conference. Obviously, we're all Midwest girls. We stayed in the Midwest for our undergrad and you're experiencing like a whole different side of the country. Mm -hmm. And that is just so incredible. I feel like you've been able to learn so much probably about yourself throughout this entire process as well. Oh, 100%. And you know, I initially wasn't going to take my fifth year. I was going to get ready for dental school and I had a little bird, you know, chirping in my ear. My summer ball coach, Mike Scott, down the Gulf Coast, he was like, just put your name in the transfer portal. Like, what's the worst that could happen? And I was like, well, I mean, I'm ready to like move on and take this next step, Coach Mike. And he was like, just try it. And Coach Rittman reached out and it kind of just like worked out. So the fact that the process of like transferring was so fluid, like I knew something special was brewing and I just wanted to be a part of it. So amazing. So after being there, do you see yourself in the South? Or are you coming back to the Midwest where your dental aspirations after? I would love to come back to the Midwest. Ideally, I'd love to go to Marquette or Iowa. They both have phenomenal dental programs. So does Minnesota. But I really thought I'd be more homesick than I actually am. It's probably because the weather here is always gorgeous, (laughs) you know. But I'll come back to the Midwest for a little bit for sure. Awesome. Well, you know, if I ever need to see somebody, now I know where to go to for all my dental stuff. <laughs> of course. Sydney, <laughs> how about you guys in Minnesota? Yeah, we've had our ups and downs, you know, like we're trying to work through some things. We're a relatively new team. I mean, more than half of our team is a transfer or a freshman. So we've got a lot of power. We've got a lot of talent and we've been just trying to figure it out. 
Our pitching is so diverse. I mean, we're figuring it out. I think we've had some great wins and coming off the series this weekend, you know, taking two from Indiana is, it was great. And I think we kind of mesh together and figured out how we can be down and also come back. And we have some big sticks and we have some great pitching and we can make defensive plays to back up our pitchers. And yeah, I think we're doing what we need to do. And I mean, when I think about our team, I think about how much work we put in. A lot of us go in on our off days and I always see the freshmen. They've got such big dreams and they just go in and they work hard. And, you know, all of us, we all want the same thing. And we've been putting in a lot of work to get there. So I think it's all coming together and it's at the right time. I mean, obviously our goal is to win the Big Ten Conference. So we're trying to work and get everything done that we can. That's always the most, I feel like, rewarding thing is when you see people come in on their off days and you see like all of this work that's done without the lights. And then when it finally comes through, like when the lights are on, the cameras are on. And that's like one of the best feelings I feel like about the game and just watching like teammates succeed who you know are just taking that extra mile. So that's that's so cool to hear even about your freshmen. Like that makes me excited to watch their journey. <laughs> and I would love for you to kind of Talk a little bit about for any of our listeners, like what it's like playing in the Big Ten because it's brutal. And I've been kicking myself because I haven't had anyone on this podcast yet from the Big Ten. And I was like, this is my own conference. Like, I got to bring somebody on who can bring a little perspective because it is not all roses and sunshines. Like, this conference is a grind. And I don't think sometimes the respect is put on enough for what this conference is and the talented players who are in it, but also the conditions that we play in week after weekend. Like we play through it all. Yeah. I mean, you look at our series, it was so cold. Like it was so cold. Yes. We have like the feels like under 28 when you can't play or something like that. But like we also use AccuWeather and it's different than every other weather <laughs> app there is. And it always seems to be warmer. Okay. Hold on. I have to say something. AccuWeather, I swear, it has a deal with the coaches and the coaches are just entering yes. the numbers because no way <laughs> is that app no, right. But sure. keep going. <laughs> and when I think about our series too, like our coaches are like sitting there like, who's going to say that it's too cold to play first? And I don't know. It, that's always been a thing. You know, we play preseason where it's so warm. We're going to Florida, California, Texas, and then we come back and it's so cold. But yeah, there's that. And I think I was just looking at it the other day. I mean, we got to put some respect on our conference. A lot of the teams this year have been, I mean, the RBIs are actually insane. We have so many that are higher than it has been in the past. And I feel like that's so good for the Big Ten Conference and all the teams in it. We always talk about like playing teams with good RBIs, even if you lose, like you get, like it helps you in your schedule. And I think that even just playing in the Big Ten Conference this year, like in conference play, it's helping everybody because we've all like won big games and each team has found a way to get good wins out of good teams throughout all the other conferences. So true. And I think that's one thing I love about Big Ten teams is that we go out and we challenge ourselves so much in the non-conference. Like we are the program who is willing to get on a flight every single weekend for five weekends in a row and like just go out and compete against the very best right away where some other conferences, because their conference play is so dominant and strong, they're starting off on a little bit of a lighter schedule. But Big Ten, it's like they come in like, bam, right away facing 
the best of the best teams and willing to put themselves through any and all crazy travel schedules. I mean, I know I'm sure you guys can relate. I swear we get home at like midnight or one in the morning every Monday. And it's just, it's wild, but you do it so you can face the best of the best. And like you said, have that RPI that will hopefully help once postseason comes, which my goodness, is this season already flying by? I swear, you know, we're about halfway through conference play. And then just next thing you know, postseason's here. And again, this podcast is also flying by because my goodness, I have to wrap it up. I could talk to you guys forever because I love talking about this stuff and with Wisconsin people who get it. But where we're at in the season right now, what are kind of like one final things like, Ali, this is your super senior year. Sydney, I don't know if you're planning on taking a fifth year, but like, what is kind of your focus on in these final weeks and months of seasons of like, what do I want to leave the game of softball for myself, but also for a legacy for any and all Wisconsin softball players moving forward? It's really easy to look ahead to postseason and all the fun stuff that postseason brings, but I'm really just trying to be where my feet are. We dropped the series to Florida State and it's like, how can I be better as an individual? How can I be better as a leader? What can I do to bring everybody along? Because like everybody's going to hit that bump in a road and this weekend was just our weekend that we hit a bump and how are we going to grow from it? So like this game has a way of humbling you. It doesn't know who's supposed to win. So just really my big thing carrying on for the rest of the season is just to be where my feet are, enjoy the ride and bring everybody along with. And then so for all of my fans in Wisconsin, just enjoy it. I'm thinking about you guys always. So good. Yeah. Yeah, I would kind of say the same thing. I mean, I am taking a fifth year. I probably, I'll be here in Minnesota. And I just kind of enjoying the time with the super seniors because, you know, that this is their last season. And I think a lot for this year, for me, it's been, like Ali said, being where my feet are and enjoying playing the game instead of putting so much stress on myself to do well or trying so hard that I'm tight and tense all the time, like just kind of going back to my roots and having fun and knowing why I love the game, which is just to be with everybody and, you know, be loud, be proud, be happy to be a gopher. And yeah, for all my Wisconsin people, just keep supporting, keep working hard. And I think like we have been talking about being able to find people to look up to and kind of find that inspiration, I think is a super big thing. I mean, I look at you too and I committed late to Minnesota and I remember seeing you guys committing and being like, yeah, that's where I want to be. I can see that I can do that too. So just find that inspiration, keep watching college softball and keep supporting. Honestly, like your guys' responses, they like almost make me emotional because I just like remember when we were so much younger and like knowing we were all going to go on and play college softball. And it, it's crazy to think about how we're close, you know, not to the end of our roads. We have so much more roads in life, but just like our softball chapter. And I'm so excited to follow you guys for just like the remainder of it, but also just to now use our platform to really inspire the next generations that we're going to be watching and cheering on because once you're a Wisconsin girl and you're born and raised there, like you will champion every single other girl. And if you're listening and you're from Wisconsin, like, please let this be a message that you can do all of your biggest dreams on and off the field, whether it's softball, it's another sport or anything in life. Like, let us show you that with hard work, anything is possible. And we are here for you. We want to be resources for you. And we cannot wait to watch your journey 
It's been so fun watching the two of your journeys. Thank you so much for joining me and being on From the Players Podcast. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thank you. In case you haven't noticed, we love podcasts. In fact, we love building podcasts, everything from development to production. Because of all that, we're building a -a one-of-a-kind podcast network. If you have a podcast or looking to launch a new podcast, then we should talk. You can message me on Twitter at Eric underscore Kaz or hit us up any way that works for you. Let's talk about your podcast joining this one-of-a-kind podcast network.